WBEZ's Esther Yoonji Kang is here to break down two big stories on her beat. We're going to talk about Cook County's new guaranteed income pilot program. But first, we got to talk about the fact that Illinois actually gained, not lost, population in the 2020 census. We learned yesterday that there was a major undercount of residents in Illinois. Big news week, Esther. Great to have you back. Good to be here. This census news, it's a really big revelation because for for Mm. years we've been hearing Illinois is losing population. But that's not what the Census Bureau is saying, right? Right, right. So the Census Bureau says that Illinois' undercount was actually 1.97%, so about 2%. And earlier this year, um, the Bureau had said Illinois' population was about 12.8, showing a 1% decline from 2010. Um, That's about 18,000 residents. So there's a lot of reaction then about how, oh man, this is one of the only only three states to lose population. But with this post-enumeration survey, which is kind of like a mini um, census, it showed that the population rose to over 100, uh, I'm sorry, rose to 13 million. So that's 250,000 people gained. Um, Yeah, so it's it's kind of big news. So do we know what actually caused the undercount, Esther? Well, a lot of people point to the pandemic, right? It was a real challenge for uh, census workers to do their job while counting um, during the early months of, of COVID. But people also blame the Trump administration interfering with the census. Um, I don't know if you remember, but he tried to add uh, a citizenship question to the census oh, and yeah. then move the, <laughs> move the deadlines back and forth during the pandemic. So it was a little chaotic back there uh, in 2020. I will say that Illinois invested a lot of money. Um, it invested about $30 million to um, get out the count efforts. So people are saying that the undercount could have actually been a lot worse without uh, those efforts. And we know that uh, after the census initially showed that we lost residents, Illinois lost a congressional seat. Right. So now that we know that that wasn't the case, do we get the seat back? Well, unfortunately not. Uh, So congressional seats have already been reapportioned. And in 1999, there was a Supreme Court uh, case uh, ruling that a sampling like this actually can't be used to um, uh, produce the the census data needed to reapportion congressional seats. And so it's too late. Um, That's what's done is done. And you know, some people say it's hard to tell whether even those 250,000 people would have made a difference in getting that one seat back. Wow. Well, let's um, turn to another story this week, Esther. I want to talk about that guaranteed basic income pilot that we're getting in Cook County. That's mm-hmm. going to be the largest in the U.S. So how much money are we talking here? What, what's going to be distributed? We're talking about $42 million. Um, and yes, it is the largest uh, publicly funded program. And it will be doled out to about 3,200 people. Um, and they'll get $500 a month. Remind us how this pilot is different from the other guaranteed income program in Chicago? Right. So the Cook County Promise Program, that's what it's called. Um, It is somewhat similar. Uh, You know, you've got a monthly payment of $500, but there are two key differences. In in Chicago's program, it's 5,000 people. um, And here it's $3,250. 
Um, it's also the duration is also two years and not one. Uh, so the county is looking at two years um, because they want to see what the sort of longer term impacts uh, would be of a program like this. I would think you would need to have that running for more than just a year mm-hmm, to, to mm-hmm. learn from it. Are folks, if they live in Chicago, are they allowed to sign up for both? They are, actually. Well, the, the Chicago program closed its applications last week, last okay. Friday, and all applicants are you know, the city says they'll be notified about their status by the first week of June, which is coming up. But the county stipulates that you can apply to its program if you but only if you are not already part of the city's pilot or any other uh, guaranteed income program. What other eligibility requirements do they have for this pilot? So you have to obviously be a Cook County resident, uh, 18 years of age and older, and have a household income at or below 250% of the federal poverty line. And I'll, I'll say that that amounts to about $58,000 for a household of three. Okay. So how exactly are folks enrolled? How does it work? So it is similar to the city's program in that um, you have to apply and the city's currently looking for, a, you know, a, a, an organization, a partner to implement this um, as well as outreach partners. But, you know, people will apply and and then they will be entered into a, a lottery process because if the city gets 100,000 applicants for its 5,000 slots, um, the county, I imagine, will get just as many or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just not enough uh, slots for every applicant. So it will be a lottery p- process. So even if you are, you know, over 18 and you qualify with all, you know, you check all the boxes, you're not guaranteed a spot in this That's program. Right. That's right. How often will folks get their checks? They will get it monthly. So that is similar to the city's program. Program. Uh, so this pilot, it's also similar to another program that started in Stockton, California. In that one, people got $500 a month for two years, just the same as this Cook County pilot. Uh, let's listen to Michael Tubbs. He's the man who started the pilot when he was mayor. He's talking about the results here. $500 was enough to allow people to exit exploitative jobs, exploitative relationships, and find full-time work with stable hours, with benefits. It allowed people to pay for things like transportation and childcare and interview (laughs) clothes, which make them more likely to find full-time employment. Do you think, Esther, that we're going to see more and more guaranteed basic income pilots around the country? Well, that's certainly the the hope of people like Michael Tubbs. Um, And really, guaranteed income is an idea that's been around for a long time. You know, economist Milton Friedman has talked about it. Martin Luther King Jr. has talked about it. But the the idea of this kind of picked up some momentum during the pandemic when the government, you know, doled out stimulus checks, um, gave child tax credit payments. The Cook County took federal pandemic money and did um, the cash assistance. And so... This idea of trusting people with their decisions on how they'll spend their money is kind of uh, gathering some steam. And so we'll see. I mean, I think there are over 100 pilots, I believe, Michael Tupp said, um, throughout the country. And so we'll see how it grows uh, in the coming months and years. If we hadn't had that trial run during the pandemic, Esther, do you think we wouldn't be seeing these programs? Well, it's hard to say, but uh, Tony Preckwinkle, board president Tony Preckwinkle, has said that um, it is the experience with that cash fund that actually convinced her, that's her word, that convinced her to do this. Um, They gave out 
one-time payments of $600 to uh, low to moderate income households in the county. And she said that the data pointed to the fact that most of the money was used to cover food, housing, uh, medical bills, transportation. Um, so she, it really, really, that's what her. it, that's what it mm-hmm. took for her to see the need mm-hmm. in this state or in this county. Mm-hmm. Interesting. If you're just tuning in, I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and that is WBEZ reporter Esther Yoonji Kang. We are talking about how Chicago's guaranteed basic income pilot will work once it's up and running. Uh, I want to dig more, Esther, into why this program matters so much. You've been covering a lot of this this type of uh, this type of stuff on your beat, race, class, and communities. What is the impact that these cash payments will have on people's day to day? Yeah, so in the course of reporting on Chicago's pilot, um, I spoke to a number of people who were hoping to apply. They were really excited about the program. And I kind of asked these people to give me an idea of what their finances look like. And truly, um, they are struggling. I mean, they are saying that, you know, they're behind on every single bill you can imagine. And what they, they're they so excited to, about the idea of getting the $500 a month to pay off the gas debt that accumulates over the winter, um, to pay off the, the water debt, the, the, the lights that they haven't been able to, that they've been on, you know, these high payment plans on. And so mm-hmm. there's folks like that. There's people who just haven't been able to save. And one really important thing is this: the money is available also to undocumented uh, residents. And so folks who have not been able to apply for other safety net programs, they are really hoping that something like this will, will be a great help to them. That is, that is such a big deal that, it, uh, mm-hmm. that immigration status does not matter and won't hold some folks back. I, right. I, I'm wondering, you know, were, were any was anyone hesitant to be that transparent with you and turn their bills over to, to show you exactly how difficult things have been? I think that there's no shame, right, in, in poverty. There's no shame in, in doing your best to make it work every day, but mm-hmm. just not being able to make those ends meet. So, no, I mean, I think people were very open about what they do exactly to earn the money that they that can and, and how it, it falls short, especially with rising prices. Inflation has really been a big deal for a lot of these residents. Are there any restrictions once they do get uh, apply and, and get accepted to this guaranteed uh, uh, income program? Can they use the cash for whatever? Yes. And that's sort of the the big feature, the underlining feature of, of a guaranteed income program that you trust people, like I said earlier, with, with their decisions on how they're going to spend their money. And if you look at data from the Stockton program or other pilots across the country, um, guaranteed income advocates say that, you know, that money was used for basic necessities um, and, and for their kids, like, you know, maybe you are able to enroll your child in an after school program mm-hmm. or maybe save for their college. So these are um, the data points to, you know, people using these in, 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 in the ways that they really, really need. So you've been covering this for a while, Esther. What do you think is the likelihood that this pilot becomes permanent? Well, that's certainly the intention. Um, even Mayor Lightfoot has said that um, she would like to look at, you know, it being permanent someday. Preckwinkle has said that that's that's her intention. Um, they have created a budget, uh, an equity fund in the budget. She said that could be a possible source of resources um, and maybe looking at other revenue streams that they can apply for 
uh, a longer term basic income uh, program. Now, before we let you go, Esther, remind us when people can apply. So the county has said that the applications will open in the fall, but right now folks can go to sign up for updates. So they can be you know, kept abreast of what's going on by going to um, www.engagecookcounty.com slash promise. That's WBEZ Race, Class, and Communities reporter Esther Yoon G. Kang. Thank you for talking with us, Esther. Thanks, Sasha. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.